Did you know that every day there are millions of entrepreneurs who don't have a business plan? Many don't even know what a business plan is or why they need them. In fact, I'm not just a spokesperson here today. I too didn't have a business plan. Hello and welcome back to the Omaha Podcast, where Omaha's most successful entrepreneurs help you grow your business. I'm your host, Matt Tompkins of Two Brothers Creative. And yes, I admit, today's topic, it sounds like it could be one of those sad PSAs because this is all too common for businesses to not have a business plan, but it doesn't have to be like that. Tony Schultz, he is the state director over at the Nebraska Business Development Center, and today he's gonna show us how to make a business plan, why they're so important, and why you should create one even if you've been in business for years. I have done this so many times it is embarrassing to admit, but on numerous occasions, I have come home from the grocery store, unpacked all of the groceries, and realized I forgot the one thing I went to the store to get in the first place. Now, this is typically for one reason, because I didn't make a list. So if something as simple as remembering to pick up cheese sticks can go sideways, why would we think something as complex as running a business wouldn't be better off with a plan? Fortunately, the Nebraska Business Development Center helps business owners just like you, and they do it for free. So let's start with the basics with Tony Schultz on what exactly is a business plan. I like to, uh, if I'm gonna build a skyscraper, I'm gonna go out and I'm gonna build this skyscraper, I'm gonna get the metal together and the glass together and I'm gonna get some cement and am I gonna just throw everything together? Probably not, because the skyscraper is going to fall over. It's going to yeah. crush a car or two, maybe other people. Not, it's it's not going to be good. I think the same person <laughs> built my uh, my treehouse in the backyard. <laughs> is it lean a little? Just yeah, going to oh, fall it's over? on the ground. It yeah, it's down, on the yeah. ground. And right. that person was me, just, you know, so, yeah. yeah. So, so, anyway. so if you'd had an architectural drawing, some yeah. engineering, some schematics, maybe the treehouse wouldn't have fallen over. Maybe and, a few and, less yeah. beers involved. Yeah, well, yeah, that, probably that could make a difference, too. Better yeah. chance, But yeah. But yeah, I liken a business plan to really having those those architectural drawings, those schematics for a skyscraper. You want that foundation, you want that plan before you dive into it, because if you just build it, a lot of times that stability's not there, that foundation's not there, and that's what the business plan's gonna do. They say that a goal without a plan is just a wish. And if you're an entrepreneur, if you own a business, you know that just wishing for things to happen uh, is it's not a recipe for success, let's say that. We all know how hard it is to make a business successful. It takes a lot of hard work, but a business plan, it is a way for you to work smarter as well. Knowing what you need and what you will need, that is one of the major keys to growing that business faster and for far less money and expenses out of pocket. Whether you're a brand new business or one that has been open for years or decades, when you're ready to expand to that next level, a business plan is what lenders are going to want to see. If you go to any lender, any any bank out there, they're gonna wanna see a business plan. And the reason is they wanna see are they gonna get their money back? If I'm gonna loan you money, I, I'm not just gonna hand you money and go, hey, here's 20 bucks, see you later, I hope I see you again sometime, you return it. Probably well, not gonna. Me. I mean, you don't have to pay to come on the show. Well, yeah, well, I, your money. I slipped you, you a couple bucks earlier, but you know, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, that, that's really the point is they want paid back. They, they want their investment back. The same with any kind of investor. So they wanna know the money they're putting into the business makes sense. They're gonna wanna see, does the entrepreneur 
know what they're doing. Have they done the research? Do they have the experience to do this business? Do they have the background? Things like that. And really that's what the business plan does is it sells the idea that this can actually work. Now, entrepreneurs, we usually have a ton of passion and drive for what we do. And our family would probably tell us sometimes a little too much. It's like, okay, Matt, dial it down just a little bit about the podcast at the dinner table. That is important, though. It is an important factor for selling or pitching your idea to investors, even to your own team. But it's the data. It's the hard numbers and the projections that you need to actually get them to buy into it. We've talked in the past about being a metrics based company. A business plan is what shows other people, investors, the bank, how viable your business is as an investment in your market or the market that you're branching off or going into. And that is what the Nebraska Business Development Center can help you find out. Every business starts with a problem in the marketplace. If there's not a problem in the marketplace, there really there really isn't a business. You have to have that solution to that problem. So it starts there. What's the problem? What's the solution? And if there isn't any, start over, find something else because you're not going very far. Yeah. But uh, that's where it really begins. And then researching it, who are my customers? You know, where are they at? Are they interested in my product or my service? You know, is there a market out there? And building off of that and seeing what it looks like and then figuring out what are my peers doing? So if I'm opening a coffee store, I can say, hey, I wanna make $5 million in my first year in my coffee store. But when you go to the bank and the bank looks at that and goes, ah, this isn't accurate for, for the marketplace. What we can do at the Nebraska Business Development Center is we can do benchmarking. So. If you come in and say, my coffee store is gonna do 5 million the first year, we're gonna look at it and go, okay, what do, what do Omaha metro area coffee stores do for, for revenue? And we can pull up that data. We can also look at the expenses too. The whole idea is to prepare you so when you get in front of the bank, they're gonna benchmark your numbers anyway. Mm -hmm. So we wanna get ahead of that. We wanna have you prepared. So when you're going in with numbers, you're building your business plan, those numbers are accurate for the marketplace. So that's really what it's all about. I think a big part of the reason why we don't sit down and, and make a business plan for ourselves is we don't want to admit that our business baby might be ugly. Yeah, our business baby might be ugly and we don't want to we don't want to shine a flashlight on on those things that might feel embarrassing to us like our financials or other fundamentals of our business because we're afraid that the answer might not be what we want to hear. But just because it's not what we want to hear, that doesn't change the fact that it is what we need to hear. For example, let's say running a business was making grandma's delicious homemade pie. Oh man, our grandma Nola, she made the best homemade pie and we want to make it too so we're in the kitchen we're making the pie well we can't just ignore the fact that we don't have the most important ingredient you know we're just going by memory we don't even have the recipe well the nbdc they help you find out what ingredients you're missing and show you the recipe to how you can use them for success and, and we provide one-on-one -on -one free consulting so it's sitting down on a zoom call or even one-on-one -on -one or offices and going and saying what's your business idea you tell me the business idea. We go through the business plan structure, talk about the different sections the bank wants to see, talk about the different areas. And then as you build it, we're gonna provide feedback. We're gonna help you polish it up. So at the end of the day, we want you bankable. We want you to be able to go in with a business plan and financial projections, hand them to a banker, be able to answer all those questions. A lot of people say, hey, will you write the business plan for me? 
No, because it's not my business. And you don't know. You, yeah. You don't and know. how are you going to answer the lender's questions or the investor's questions if you didn't build a business plan? While you may be able to see the value in having a business plan, right, for any business, one that hasn't started, one that just started out, or one that's been open for decades or more, all businesses and entrepreneurs, we can benefit from a business plan. But you're probably wondering, why don't I just Google it? I mean, Matt, there's got to be blank business plan templates out there. I could just download that, fill it out, and I'm good to go, right? Well, just how much credibility will that online form you downloaded have when you go in front of lenders and investors? I would say probably nowhere close to the Nebraska Business Development Center. So if they get it online, I mean, that's okay to start off, but the, the form that we have, and we have connections with the lenders. So that, that's the big thing is we know the lenders, we know what they want. So when they come in, we can show them, hey, this is the information the lender wants to see. If you pull something off of Google, whatever, 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 it could be anything. Yeah. And we have literally seen financial proje projection templates that people have put together their projections. We've gone through the formulas don't match, nothing adds up, the cash flows aren't right. I mean, everything is absolutely That wasn't mine that you saw, was it? Uh, I'm not gonna name names <laughs> or anything, but. <laughs> but good, uh, good, yeah, it definitely wasn't yeah, me. Yeah, we're not definitely naming wasn't names. Me. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's something that we see all the time is they try to pull it off the internet and they put it together and, and the form's not even right. The other thing that a professional business plan is going to help you do is look professional in the eyes of the banks and investors. And I don't mean like wearing a nice outfit or looking professional like that in the eyes of lenders, although, you know, that's important. You may not want to show up dressed as a circus clown unless you're, you know, you run a circus clown or you're trying to get a, a loan from a circus clown bank, if that's even a thing. Uh, no, what I'm talking about here is being prepared, showing up with the things that they actually want to see in a business plan. It, it is really half the battle because if you do that, we've had so many clients that have gone to the lender and the lender says, no, I'm not going to do the loan. Well, they didn't even have a business plan, didn't present any projections. And, you know, the fact is, if you're prepared, we talked about Boy Scouts before, you know, yeah. being prepared like a Boy Scout. When you go in, you've got all the tools in front of you. So when you present it to the banker, you have a much better chance at a yes. And a business plan doesn't have to be a 30 page document. It doesn't have to be a 50 yeah, how long page dissertation. I mean, one? you could have, if it's a basic business, you might have seven to 10 pages and it's all information you already know. You mm -hmm. just got to get it down on the paper. Uh, the front page is the logo. The second page is just your table okay, of contents. Sure. So, yeah, so there's two pages out, pages out the, the door. Yeah, yeah. So you don't have to worry like, about anything. And then you could have yeah. a conclusion page and yeah, then you know, yeah. my headshot. So that, yeah, yeah, exactly. Now we're down to eight yeah. pages. That's, yeah. that's man. You can dial it down. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we get some clients that yeah, they add some fluff in there. Mm -hmm. The bank doesn't care about the fluff. They don't. They, nope. they want to know the basics of what are the business. And a lot of bankers, there's an executive section there's literally a summary of kind of key points out of the other sections. They'll look at the executive section of the business plan and they'll look at your financial projections. If they don't like that, it's going in the trash can. Mm -hmm. So those areas, the rest of it is all kind of just a, kind of the, the icing on the cake sort of thing. If they have a specific area that they want to look at, they'll jump to it. But building out those areas is so important. But if you have that ahead of time, yeah. you're ahead of the game. You got a better chance. Working with the NBDC, that's going to give you credibility because the banks and lenders, they're familiar with the NBDC. They work together all the time. And while the NBDC can't directly get you or give you funding, they can definitely give you that credibility uh, that you're going to need with your business plan and thus with your business. So, yeah, it goes back to the point 
uh, there's a section of the business plan where we talk about listing your your community partners or the people you're working with. And it could be your banker, your accountant, your insurance agent, your lawyer. We call it the bail team. So if you put in order, it's ba- they'll be going to bail you out of trouble. Oh, I have a different bail team. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah that might be different. But, yeah. but anyway, <laughs> the, uh, the idea is, you know, they, they list the NBDC on there. So the, the lender knows they're working with, with the mm-hmm. NBDC. Now, we can't guarantee that's going to be a successful business. We're never going to call the banker and advocate for that client because it's the client's business, but we're going to make sure that client's as prepared as they can be when they go in front of the bank. The other piece of that is you make a really good point. If you and I are walking down the street and I meet you for the first time and you say, hey, Tony, lend me 20 bucks, I'm probably not going to lend you the money. Yeah, I know. But if I, I out the hard way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if I've hung out with you and I know you and you say, hey, I, I need a 20 spot, can you lend it to me? I'm probably going to lend it to you. Don't make the first conversation with your lender where you're asking for money. Mm-hmm. You know, have that conversation ahead of time. Let them know, hey, I'm going to be coming to you for for a loan. This is my business idea. This is what I'm putting together. These are the people I'm working out in the ecosystem. Have that be the first conversation. Don't be the first one where you're asking for money. One of the biggest mistakes that people often make in marketing and in business is that uh, they prioritize the creative idea first ahead of the framework or the formula, if you will. A brilliantly creative idea for a business, it can't survive without that framework uh, to support it. And that is important to know when you're putting together presentations and proposals, because we often focus too heavily on how it looks visually, uh, if the aesthetics of it and not enough is put on what is actually most important what investors and banks are going to base their decisions on. So you need to have the plan for the creativity to actually survive and thrive. That, that's right. And and you're exactly right. I mean, the fluff, the little extras, things like that, mm-hmm. not important. Get to the facts. Why is this business going to be successful? How are you going to be able to pay the bank back? How are you going to be able to pay the investors back? Wait, wait, wait. You have to pay them back? I, I know. thought it was it's, just like a gift. Yeah, no. This, oh, well, that explains why they're calling me. All yeah, the time. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the banks aren't into the grants, so you know yeah. that's. <laughs> but uh, so, how can a business plan help you if you already have a business that's that's open? Maybe it's been open for years or decades. Well, having a business plan can help your existing business in many ways. Not just to gain financing from the banks and investors. The the business plan is actually something you can use throughout the year. You can revisit it. You can use it as that baseline for how you're performing and what you want to do next, how you want to grow your business to the next level. I would say if you're already in the business, things are going well, things are going great. A lot of people are focused on operational things, which is great. The part that the business plan comes into at that point is what's my next step? What's my future look like? So do I wanna buy a land in a building to put my business in? Do I wanna go out and add locations? Do I wanna expand, things like that? And that's where the bank's gonna wanna see that business plan, the investors wanna see it. If you're operating along okay right now, things are fine, you're happy, there's no reason to go through an exercise you don't have to go through. But if you're looking to the future, you're like, what's my next step? What's what's the next horizon? What's the next thing I wanna do? Start thinking about that strategic planning piece of that business plan, and that's where, where it comes into play. Because again, the bank's gonna wanna see it, the investors are gonna wanna see it. The other piece is if you've written a business plan, don't throw it up on the shelf and let it sit there and collect dust. Look at it annually, check it out. What's working? What's not working? How do we evaluate who our customer is? What do we do differently? 
So a business plan, yes, it can help you show the banks, the investors, what you need to get the funding to start a business, but it also, it can show you uh, what you need. Uh, what do you need on a quarterly, annual basis so you can base those, those big goals, those rocks, on that every year and then when you're ready to go the ne to the next level it's going to help you with those funders with those investors and banks yeah and, and the piece of that is look at your competitors they're not sitting there doing the same thing they're they're, they're mm. not sitting there stable and, and not thinking about it so to stay competitive you have to be changing you have to be adjusting you have to be adapting uh look at the time we had COVID. how many businesses that adapted during that had to adapt had no yeah. choice but I guarantee a lot of people that didn't have kind of an emergency operations plan or emergency plan in place thought, what if this happens? What are we gonna do? So being thinking about that all the time is really important. Yeah, if you're not on top of things, business can take a turn in a matter of weeks and the pandemic was proof of that. So while a global pandemic is an obvious once in a century situation we'll face, we will all face other challenges that threaten to put us out of business too. So having a business plan, it helps you uh, have the ability to confront these setbacks before they even happen. What will we do if this happens or if we face this situation? That along with your ability to adapt and change to stay ahead of your competitors. And, and I think the part I'd add is, it's not just business plans, like you said, it's financial projections, it's market analysis. If you're going in, looking at a new location, you want market analysis on that, reach out to us, we do free market analysis. You wanna see, are my customers living in that area? What do the household incomes look like? You know, what, what, what do my competitors look like in that area? Those are great things, great resources that we have. Uh, we have a new tool, and I shouldn't say new because it's actually, it's its birthday. I think this coming week is called SourceLink Nebraska. Okay. So you get yeah, on SourceLink Nebraska, you can type in your zip code, you can type in what area of assistance you need. It's no cost, low cost resources that are out there throughout the entire state of Nebraska. So check it out. You need help with social media. You type in social media, type in your zip code. It will print off and show you, it won't print off, I'm old school, but it'll show you on the screen what the uh, resource partners look it. like. You yeah, you can download it. it. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. I'm looking for. The NBDC offers all of these resources. There are many more outside of the business plans, as Tony was alluding to there, to help your business and do it for free. They do it at no charge. They're there to help you out. And we have all the direct links to get a hold of Tony and the MBDC uh, in the show notes, along with several other links about some of the common mistakes uh, that people make when putting together their business plan so you can avoid them and why a business plan is so important. Thanks so once again for joining us here on the Omaha Podcast. Subscribe so you never miss an episode and we'll see you on the next one. This is the Omaha Podcast, where Omaha's most successful entrepreneurs help your business grow. 